for their oil changes at Smith & Taylor Automotive. Providing this free service started several years ago to all law enforcement officers in Graham and Greenlee counties. This is Don Smith with Paul Taylor at Smith & Taylor Automotive in Safford. When we started this free service, we were not sure we could afford to do it or for how long. As we have expanded this free service to include all doctors and nurses who are dealing with the deadly COVID-19 virus and to our wonderful volunteer firefighters, we have noticed a remarkable community reaction. Our customers often express their heartfelt thanks for providing this service. It is very clear to us that we live in a special place where our citizens have deep gratitude for those that serve us in so many ways. We want to encourage everyone to find a way to express their own support for these men and women. We also want to express our thanks to our co-sponsors for the service, Max Auto Supply and Double R Communications. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Dave Bell, 428-9494-428-9494. Happy Tuesday, everybody. In theory, National Weather Service, Tucson Metro just announced. uh, Excessive heat warning, in effect, from 11 a.m. today to 8 p.m. Wednesday Dangerously hot conditions with afternoon temperatures peaking around 105 to 110. I think the 110 is primarily going to be Tucson, not so much us. Uh, I think we were supposed to get up to 102 was the last I saw. But they may have adjusted and gone up. So extreme heat and humidity significantly increase the potential for heat-related illnesses, particularly the, particularly for those working or participating in outdoor activities that just came in. When I looked this morning, I didn't see that. I saw it was for Yuma, La Paz, Mojave, Maricopa, and there was one other county that uh, I think Pinal that they had an excessive heat warning for. So now it's extended over to the upper Gila River, uh, upper Gila Valley. So that's us and Tucson. So just be careful out there. That's all. Just be careful. It's humid. It's miserable. Stay inside. Do something inside. Open up baseball cards. Right? (laughs) That was a nice segue. Thank you. That voice you hear, Lee Patterson, he's the voice of sports on KATO Radio. He's uh, the expert on area sports, uh, whether it's your high school's, Whichever one your high school is, I was I was somebody was giving me grief. Oh, it was at the auction. You weren't here. Um, we had some U of A signed baseballs and softballs, and and I had gotten a text from an ASU person who said, you know, ASU rules, U of A rules, right? Yeah, you know, just just the normal fun banter. And uh, Reed was giving me grief, and I said, man, I'm a Saint Scholastica saint. I have no dog in that <laughs> fight whatsoever. And he looked at me and goes, I have no idea what that is. (laughs) That was all gibberish. Yeah, and as well you should not because it's a tiny, tiny school in Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah, so uh, I am a Maine South Hawk and a uh, Scholastica Saint. 
That's my high school and my college. So I, I'm, I'm not a Gila monster. I'm not a bulldog. I'm not an eagle. I'm not a rough rider. I'm not an Apache. Which, is, and you're not either. You're right. what, Elfrida? Valley Union Blue Del- Devils. Valley Union Blue Devil. Yeah. So uh, although you are a Gila monster, correct? I am, yeah. yeah. I did go to EAC. Yeah, um, so, but but that helps when you're covering sports is to not be an alum, right? And it it's taken. There's people that I've known. I mean this this will be the start of my 22nd season uh, this year, and there's people that still ask me. So who do you want to win? Well, if a local team's playing an out of area team, the local team 100 percent of the time. When the two teams are playing each other, Pima Thatcher, Safford Thatcher, you know, Marinci. Duncan, all that. I don't. Ca- I don't care. Like I, I. That's. It's not. I'm not meaning that as a as a bad thing. It's not a derogatory statement. I don't care who wins. I don't have a dog in the fight. I want it to be a good game. First and foremost, I want it to be a good game for our broadcast. Um, a sixty to six blowout is not a great game to broadcast. But I want it to be a good game, and I want both teams to play well. But I don't really. I don't. You know, after the game, I still go home. I still do. My life still goes on regardless of who wins or loses. And I've got friends that I've made over the last 22 years that have finally understand what I'm saying. I mean, but they were they were close. They were in the bubble. They had kids playing. Right. They lived and died with whatever happened on the field or on the court. And, the, and they may have gone to those schools themselves. Correct. And then their kids graduate and they get away from being inside the bubble and be able to look at it objectively. And they like, I get it. I get what you mean when you say you don't care who wins. And and I don't. I 100% of the time I want a local team to win. And that's uh that's how you have to look at it. I, you just have to be objective when you do a job like this. I uh I was a sports editor for 7 years. I was a sports writer for 9 of my 25 years in journalism. Uh actually longer cuz I broadcast football when I was on radio the first time. So call it 11 years I was involved in in local sports. Um, Print has a different issue. Oh, by the way, normally Vance Bryce is here on a Tuesday. Vance is off at the Governor's Conference, I believe, on tourism or something. He's in Phoenix right now doing what he should be doing uh, as our tourism guy. Uh, Then this weekend, he's at the Rural Policy Forum, which I wish I could be at. That's that's always a great event. when Safford hosted it a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that they, they were here for a weekend or so, long weekend. Yeah. And I got to attend that, and it's really, really useful for anybody who volunteers with anything. So I, I both my wife and I are bemoaning the fact that we're not going this year, a little disappointed. Um, so Vance would normally be here, but he's not, so Lee graciously stepped in. When I was a sports writer uh, – Print has different objectives than broadcast. I liked broadcasting broadcasting games because, A, it's immediate, mm-hmm. and, B, when it's done, it's done. Right. I mean, the, the worst part about the end of the game is you have to come home. Depending on where you're at, right. that could be three, four hours. Yes. Um, print has a deadline, and it's always that night. So whatever time that game is over, you have to write it up immediately. But you also have to be at the game the whole time. Correct. So I I would typically write, I would start writing the story usually at halftime of whatever sport I was covering. 
Uh, volleyball's a little different because there is no halftime. There's no break. There's no natural break in the, yeah. that game. Yeah. So at about the, the – depending on if somebody had a 2-0 lead or if it was 2-1, I would typically start writing in the third game. But if it looked like it was going to be a blowout, a 3-0 sweep – you can start writing. I would start writing in the second game. Right. Um, but here's the thing that, that print writers have more than broadcasters have. Um, not only do print writers carry almost the same exact exact philosophy. For covering the local team, we won't cheer the local team, but we want the local team to win. If it's two local teams, we don't care. But, and I would tell the coaches this, I need it to end fast. Because I've got a deadline. You guys get to go home. I still have right. to work. So I would tell the coaches, look, it's nothing personal. But if you're losing in the fourth quarter, I I almost don't want you to rally because I need this to be over. Yeah. So and, – and a lot of – Coaches struggled with that. It took well, them a long it, time to understand the, it's, that. I mean, there's there's a business side to everything that – I mean, the broadcast – exactly. The, the biggest thing that most people don't realize is there's really no cheering in the press box. No. I mean, that's like the biggest, the biggest X. I mean, you get kicked out of a press box faster than – in almost anything else if you're cheering in the press box. Although you it's, can cheer a play. Yes, if it's a good play, you can cheer. Um, you go to any press box in any pro sport, um, and it's the most stale environment you've ever been in. Yeah, It's quiet. There's You hear guys clicking on their keyboards. You hear phones going off, like texts. And, but there's, no, there's not really much interaction with – and the first time I covered the Diamondbacks in the press box – um, it, the only time actually, and I went up, and that was, and I knew that rule. I mean, going in, and but it was more stale than I realized. The view's not great, so if you're there to, yeah, if you're not sitting on that front right, row, if you're not, if you're there, I mean, and most guys are cheering for the fastest game possible. Yep. As a fan of baseball, I was like, man, I don't get it. But then, those guys do that every single night, eighty-one times in a hundred and sixty-two game season. They want to go home. It's a job for them, and at some point. It's it's a job. I mean, you've got to you've got to go home. And the business side of it, like you said, with print is let's get it wrapped up so I can get a, a quote from the coach and get this thing. I mean, and here's the other thing: you're not going to spend a ton of time on a sixty to six blowout loss for your home team. Right. You know what I mean? You're there's just not much to write about. There isn't. There there just isn't. You know, you're you're praying somebody comes up with a good quote. Because that's all you have right. at that point. Uh, yeah, I, I still to this day, um, I have to remember sometimes when I'm out and not being a journalist, it's okay to applaud. Right. Because I, I just don't. It doesn't matter it, where it I'm wa- at. It, 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 you watch the games differently. You do. And same with me. Um, I enjoy going to sporting events, but I'd rather not go to live sporting events. I'd rather watch them at home because I can – not cheer or cheer or I mean I it, it's it's a strange it does make you a different kind of sports fan before I got into this I was into everything on TV watching it you know up and down with you know I've I've not sat and watched a Saturday of college football in years now I mean it's just I've got other things going on. Yeah, yeah. You just spent four to six hours, depending on if you traveled. The night before. The yeah. night before, 
you don't want to relive it, even though it's a it's a higher grade of football. Mm-hmm. You know, college is above high school, pros are above college. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird thing, but it's a great job. Yeah, it is. It's the best job. It, yeah, honestly, it was my favorite uh, job in journalism was being a sports writer, sports editor. Absolutely, my favorite. It's the easiest job in journalism, and I, I will continue to say that because. I'm going to have a winner. I'm going to have a loser. I know there's an end to this at -hmm. some point, barring a postponement, which does happen on occasion. Um, I think Marinci had one. Didn't they have a postponement, a football postponement? Yeah, season opener two years ago against Thatcher. Yeah. It rained buckets, and then they finally said, yeah. Yeah, so we're then, done. We're yeah. all we're all there. Everybody was there. But but didn't they play the, like the final quarter like uh, during their uh, bye week? Yes, both teams they played. They play. They ended up playing during the bye week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but generally, it's you know what you're going to have at the end of the day, and that's really nice. Yeah. Sometimes no, I mean it is, and and the the and out on the broadcast side of it. It's the in between that's the, the 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 story part that's the fun, the 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 guts of the game. I mean it's 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 the same format. I mean it it may sound like we don't have a format because that's the goal is not to make it sound like you're reading, you know. But you know, pregame, kickoff, halftime, postgame are all the same every Friday night. Right. It's the middle part that, after twenty two years, that is the exciting part. Somebody's going to make a big play. Um, somebody that you don't expect to make a big play is going to make a big play. Um, and ultimately somebody's going to make a bad play. It just, it always, it always happens. And, and that's all unknown. That's my favorite thing about live events is you don't know. There's no scripted ending or beginning or, you know, it's, if one team does the other thing better than the other team, they're going to win. And it could be anybody on any Friday night. So you watch, uh, Brock Meyer. I haven't, no. You need to. Alcoholic uh, baseball announcer on his way down. Um, uh, played by, I can't think of his name. He does uh, a gazillion voices on The Simpsons. Okay. Not Harry Shearer, the other guy. Not Castellaneta, the other guy. <laughs> I just can't think of his name. Um, and uh, does the voice. He does the voice just perfectly. <laughs> it's it's really funny. and And... It's made for sportscasters, right? It really is. So. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's been, it's been a while since we've had Harry Carey doing the look at all the sailboats out there, and there's no sailboats because Harry's hammered in oh, the seventh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry hit the bud early, early, uh, and Bud Weiser, I want to say, yeah, Not, uh, yeah, yeah. Now he, they're both legal. They, uh, yeah, he was. Unfortunately, that was, but that was a, a time gone by. That, that doesn't happen as much anymore. No, no, that's because the clubs are controlling their narratives, and and it used to be. I, I was lucky enough to grow up in the Midwest, so depending on weather conditions, I could hear a lot of different games being called. So, you know, I turn on the radio and I can hear. Harry doing some of the because they would do he would do the first and third and the seventh through the ninth on TV on WGN right yeah and then he'd do the fourth through the sixth on radio so I could you know if I was out I could turn on the radio and I could hear some of Harry or I could catch uh, KMOX 
down in St. Louis, right? St. Louis that and catch was Jack, Jack Buck. Buck. Yeah. Uh, or Bob Euchre up in yeah, Milwaukee. Just a bit outside. Oh, Euchre was so good. <laughs> and every now and then I get Ernie Harwell over in Detroit. Um, but that you almost needed a storm, right, to be able to, to, to hear. carry the to carry the AM signal. Yeah, yeah. But but I could hear them, and you could hear all these guys, and and just the pictures they painted. And radio was to me better. Almost. Right. Well, especially back then when the TV quality wasn't as good as... I mean, you can sit at home now on an 80-inch TV and feel like you're in the stadium on TV. Um, but I I still like the being able to describe on, on the radio. It's more... It almost forces you as a broadcaster on radio to be hyper-sensitive to everything that's going on because nobody else is seeing what's going on. So down to colors and smells and you know weather and positioning on the field there's 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 a cheat sheet for broadcasters in size like 12 font a whole eight and a half by 11 size of descriptors to use on where the ball is at so that people know where it's at I mean it's that's I mean that's the fun part I mean and, and you still have to learn every, all the time I still when I do watch or listen to TV and radio, I'm more listening to pick up ideas on, oh, you know what, that's great. I'm going to try to work that into yeah. to my broadcasts um, because just getting stuck on the same – I mean, if somebody listens to a football game the whole th- way through, which you would like to think happens all the time, but with it just doesn't. People are They're back and, and forth. Out. Yeah, And if you use the same descriptors for two hours – that gets old. Yep. I mean, I even have some buddies, which this is an old, this happens in almost every type of live media. You know, I have buddies text me, hey, try to use the word chartreuse in your broadcast tonight, <laughs> or, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, and it's, it keeps it, it, it just keeps it fun and interesting. And, and it's about that time of year again. I have, uh, we're going to take a quick break. I have a Jack Buck story. So we went, we would, uh, growing up in Chicago, you couldn't get Bears tickets. I got, I got to see Walter Payton live once, just, just once. And I want to say it was his second year. So it wasn't even Walter Payton at that point, but we loved him. And that's all that mattered. Vikings won. It was disgusting, but I got to see him, you know, but that was it. I mean, you couldn't get tickets to that. You couldn't get tickets to a Packers game. They just sold out. You could get tickets to the Lions, and you could get tickets to the St. Louis Cardinals. Those are not convenient drives. The Lions was longer than than the Cardinals. So we got tickets to go see the Cardinals and the Giants, the second-to-last game in St. Louis. I want to say the last game was the Redskins before they moved to Arizona. Right, in 88. Right. Yeah. So it's it's 88 uh, or – 87, 87, yeah. 87. Uh, my ex is pregnant with our first, so we're, we're going down. My, my old college roommate came with, and we're driving, and we're a little late to the game, just, just a little late, so we got the radio on, and Jack Buck's making the call. And all of a sudden, he goes crazy. He's talking. I don't even remember who the running back was, but he took the ball, and he just he made eight moves, and – and this was just a phenomenal play, and we're sitting in the car going, ah, we're missing this. This is great. We, we're missing it. And then the play-by-play guy came out and went, so for a gain of three yards, that puts the ball at like, What? <laughs> and that's when we said we just love Jack Buck at this point. Yeah, no, he, he, was, uh, he was really good 
at at whatever sport. I mean, look at his son. I mean, a lot of people don't. Uh, oh, he I does, like him. He does every sport, and that's a sign of a great broadcaster. Him and Mike Tirico right now can do pretty much any sport at yeah. a high level. Yeah, I'm a Buck fan. I really am. I like him with Aikman. I yeah, really they do. make a great A team on Fox. I think so. Uh four two eight nine four nine four four two eight nine four nine four. More with Lee Patterson right after this. How do you want to be remembered and who will tell your story? When you leave this life, there will be many important decisions that need to be made in a very short amount of time. Have you thought about who will have to make those decisions? Wouldn't it be thoughtful if you didn't have to burden those closest to you at a time when they would rather be remembering the good times and sharing their stories of you with others? By doing something now, it really does save your family from making a lot of difficult decisions later. To learn more about the benefits of pre-planning, visit Vining Funeral Home or call us at 428-4000. It is time to go back to school. Parents are making lists and doing everything they can to ensure their kids are ready. Mount Graham Regional Medical Center would like to remind our parents to schedule an appointment with your primary care provider to make sure your kids are up to date on their immunizations and receive their physicals before fall sports. If you need a primary care provider, Copper Mountain Clinic, a department of Mount Graham Regional Medical Center, is accepting new patients and are ready to take care of all of your family's needs. Call us today at 928-348-1600. At Walton Drug, you can expect excellent customer service provided by the professional and friendly staff. We offer a free child's vitamin program, liquid flavoring program, pharmaceutical compounding service, and a free annual school backpack program. We also offer local delivery as well as a convenient drive-thru, always driving to serve our patients as quickly as possible. Visit us at Walton Drug, 1520 West Highway 70, in the same location with the same local owner since 1997. ADOP presents Terrifying Jobs. Bull Rider, take two. Today we're talking with Clifford Maxwell, a rodeo bullfighter. His job? Distract raging bulls from going after thrown riders. Cliff, this seems like a really terrifying job. Why do you do it? I love protecting the bull riders when they get bucked up. How big are these bulls? 12 to 2,200 pounds of pure muscle. You're not cowed by any of this, obviously. Is there anything that scares you? Yeah. Distracted drivers terrify me. This message is brought to you by ADOT, ABA, and this station. Even though things are different now, the one thing that remains the same is the Radio Lunch Club. We've been saving you money in both Graham and Greenlee counties for a while now, and that's something that will never change. You can still get a fast, delicious, affordable lunch two days a week in Greenlee County and the Radio Lunch Club special seven days a week in Graham County just by mentioning you heard it on the radio. In Greenlee County, head over to Gimme's in York on Tuesday and Michelle's Bar and Grill on Wednesday. Of course, in Graham County, you can get El Charo on Monday, Nana's Kitchenette on Tuesday, Mechie's Mexican. Mexican food is Wednesday, Domino's Thursday, Kainoa Friday, Taylor Freeze in both Pima and Safford on Saturday, Copper Steer Steakhouse and Sports Bar every Sunday. Check out the Radio Lunch Club online at GilaValleyCentral.net. Just click on the Double R Radio logo and scroll down to find out more about these fine restaurants and their Radio Lunch Club specials. Fast, delicious, affordable, the Radio Lunch Club is still where it's at in both Graham and Greenlee Counties. 
Welcome back to Voice of the Valley. I'm Dave Bell, 428-9494, My guest today, Lee Patterson. He is the voice of prep sports, high school sports. Prep is, I don't know where, it's preparatory school, but I don't know why we all call it prep sports, but we do in the business that yeah, we call show. Uh, yeah, it, it's just referred to so the voice high school sports school is starting most places today the exception is thatcher that is next Next tuesday um but safford uh, pima for thomas all start today all this week yeah so there's a lot of tryouts going on i believe volleyball tryouts start this week football Uh, practice starts this week football practice starts they've got their teams pretty much set uh because they need the extra time and cross country typically starts a little bit after they wait to see if anybody gets cut. Basically, yeah. I mean cross country. There's yeah, cross country fills out their roster based on who's available. Right at, and the, at the school. Yeah. Other than the kids who who just run, I right. mean that's that's their thing, and they're already there. Yeah. Um, got a phone call. Hi, caller. You're on the air with Lee Patterson. Good morning. I appreciate his announcement. I don't always listen to the ball games, but he does a great job. Well, thank you. So the schools start tomorrow, Wednesday. And oh, today's the third, isn't it? Yeah, we're a day off. Oh man, today's the third. (laughs) I apologize. I thought for some reason I thought today was the fourth. (laughs) Thank you. I I do that sometimes too. Another thing that I watch the Suns in uh, Bucks game, and you know I. I don't see real well, but I listen to the announcers, and it seemed to me that when we were in Milwaukee, the Bucks were the announcers for the Bucks were a little bit biased. I guess the uh, word I should use. Yeah, it was uh, it was funny. We were my wife and I were watching those games as well, and yeah. she made the same comment that you just did. She said, "Why are why is everything the Bucks doing the greatest thing in the world?" And everything the Suns are doing is wrong. And I said, I don't know, because it was the same group that announced when they were in Phoenix. So I, I don't know, but I felt the same thing. And uh, I, j- I don't know. I mean, I know they all like Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, but at, at some point you got to be a little bit more um, in the middle. Well, I think an announcer can acknowledge the, the good playing on both teams oh uh, for sure yeah that's yeah. I mean that's kind of the the role there I mean you're you're supposed to take all of your personal feelings out of it if you have any for either of the teams to be able to uh fairly and unbiasedly broadcast a game but and sometimes I mean when you have three guys and there's and two of them are former players sometimes that goes out the window because they they still have some NBA ties so but yeah I agree with you and and they may be seeing something that the average person isn't seeing that's tipping them because obviously Milwaukee went on a 4-0 run right obviously they may have been well I can't say obviously they may have been seeing what had shifted and that's why they were playing that up a little bit more I mean that's a possibility I mean Lee knows more about sports than I do because he's there all the time so plus, uh, you played uh, at at uh, Allstate. You you were named Allstate, correct? It's been a long time ago. Yeah. I played in baseball. Okay, but. yeah. So I mean, you know, when you're at that level, which is certainly not a level I was ever at when I played in high school, I was the guy on the bench. Uh, thank you, caller. <laughs> by the way, um, you're welcome. Bye. 
So uh, you, you've got an insight that you could see the, the shift. You can see the trend. You can see, oh, okay, momentum has shifted. Maybe before everybody else well, can. Well, and, and here's, here's another thing. When you're in a, a full arena at the hometown, at the home arena, when they get loud, you get louder. Not because you have to, because the technology doesn't make you have to yell over the crowd, but you get excited too, and and it can be it can be um, people can think that you're cheering for that team. In reality, you're just rising with the energy in the building. But there was a lot ton of energy in that building, and obviously the the Bucks figured out the Suns for four straight games. So, but I, but my wife made the same comment. I mean, that's that I agree with the caller that that's my wife made the exact same comment that she felt that the announcers were the pro were pro bucks, but it, it, it is what it is, but got a couple of minutes. We do have uh sports coming back to K a T O knock wood. Everything stays. The AIA came out with their rules about how to deal with COVID. Not much different from, yeah, there, I don't think that there's going to be a ton of difference. I mean, there's still, Unfortunately, there's still going to be some quarantine cancellations this year um, with the Delta variant coming out as strong because um, the CDC's guidelines are you still have to quarantine if you're unvaccinated, um, if you've got – and that's going to affect a, a large portion of the team. So they're still going because to be – Because kids can't get the vaccine Especially yet. here, yeah. yeah. So um, there will be some – there will still be some of those, um, and – but other than that, I think the season's going to go on. Um, our first broadcast here will be August 20th, so we're just a couple of weeks away. We'll be in Duncan that night, Fort Thomas at Duncan, some eight-man football action to start the broadcast schedule. They start a week before everybody else, so I'm glad I was able to get on their schedule up there. And uh, then we go right into it. The, the one that I've circled on my calendar this year is Pima at Safford on September 3rd, Labor Day weekend, the first – time those two are playing each other since the 30s uh or early 40s i did not i didn't write down that number but that's a rivalry renewed from many 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 years ago i wonder if we have any players from either of the last team or either of those last teams so that's a good question i'm, yeah. I'm curious i i assume because everybody here lives to be 100 um I see the obituaries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody. There's something in the water here, though. It's just great. Um, so I'm I'm curious how many players from those final teams are. That, that played each other. Yeah, it's been – I didn't realize until that game was on the schedule how, how long it's been since those two teams had played each other. So it'll be fun. It will, we'll get back to it, and it'll be, it'll be good. Also, the Suns re-signed uh, all their players, so – Chris Paul got re-signed, and Campaign got re-signed, and they signed JaVale McGee, another a backup for DeAndre Ayton. So I want to see what the Lakers do. That's that's really the key to my mind. Russ is, Westbrook is headed over there, so yeah. we'll see. But they've got 12 players over the age of 32 on their roster, so that'll be the big question for the Lakers. Yeah. I want to thank Lee Patterson, the voice of sports here on KATO. Your show returns uh, next Wednesday at 1230. Next Wednesday at 1230, so you can catch overtime with Lee Patterson on Wednesdays. Thank you all for listening. You guys have a great day. I will talk to you later. News Talk 1230 KATO Safford. Here's the latest from ABC News.